Hey everyone, it is day 51 here on The Preacher Chick where we are reading the Bible together every day using the plan found in the Bible app called One Story That Leads to Jesus from the Bible Project. We are in the book of Numbers and today's reading is from Numbers 33 and 34 and Psalm 51. Let's go. These were the stages of the Israelites' journey when they went out of the land of Egypt by their military divisions under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. At the Lord's command, Moses wrote down the starting points for the stages of their journey. These are the stages listed by their starting points. They traveled from Ramesses in the first month on the 15th day of the month. On the day after the Passover, the Israelites went out defiantly in the sight of all the Egyptians. Meanwhile, the Egyptians were burying every firstborn male the Lord had struck down among them, for the Lord had executed judgment against their gods. The Israelites traveled from Ramesses and camped at Succoth. They traveled from Succoth and camped at Etham, which is on the edge of the wilderness. They traveled from Etham and turned back to Piharoth, which faces Baal-Sephon, and they camped before Migdal. They traveled from Piharoth and crossed through the middle of the sea into the wilderness. They took a three-day journey into the wilderness of Etham and camped at Mara. They traveled from Mara and came to Elam. They, there were 12 springs and 70 date palms at Elam, so they camped there. They traveled from Elam and camped by the Red Sea. They traveled from the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin. They traveled from the wilderness of Sin and camped in Dovka. They traveled from Dovka and camped at Alush. They traveled from Alush and camped at Rephidim, where there was no water for the people to drink. They traveled from Rephidim, camped in the wilderness of Sinai. They traveled from the wilderness of Sinai and camped at Kibroth Hatava. They traveled from Kibroth Hatava and camped at Hazaroth. They traveled from Hazaroth and camped at Rithma. They traveled from Rithma and camped at Ramon Perez. They traveled from Ramon Perez and camped at Libna. They traveled from Lib- Libna and camped at Rissa. They traveled from Rissa and camped at Kele- Kehe. Wow, friends. Kiel. Kealatha, holy smokes, that is a mouthful. <laughs> they traveled from Kealatha and camped at Mount Shefer. They traveled from Mount Shefer and camped at Harada. They traveled from Harada and camped at Makelath. They traveled from Makelath and camped at Teha. They traveled from Tehath and camped at Tira. They traveled from Tira and camped at Mithka. They traveled from Mithka and camped at Hashmona. They traveled from Hashmona and camped at Mas- Moseroth. They traveled from Moseroth and camped at Benejakin. They traveled from Benejakin and camped at Horhagadad. That's not right. They traveled from Benejakin and camped at Horhagadad. My goodness, these are worse than some of the names. They traveled from Horhagadad and camped at Jotbatha. They traveled from Jotbatha and camped at Abrona. They traveled from Abrona and camped at Ezion Geber. They traveled from Ezion Geber and camped in the wilderness of Zin, that is Kadesh. They traveled from Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor on the edge of the land of Edom. At the Lord's command, the priest Aaron climbed Mount Hor and died there on the first day of the fifth month in the 40th year of the Israelites. After the Israelites, I'm sorry, he died there on the first day of the fifth month in the 40th year after the Israelites went out from the land of Egypt. Aaron was 123 years old when he died on Mount Hor. At that time, the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev in the land of Canaan, heard the Israelites were coming. They traveled from Mount Hor and camped at Zalmona. They traveled from Zalmona and camped at Punan. 
They traveled from Punan and camped at Oboth. They traveled from Oboth and camped at Ai-Abarim on the border of Moab. They traveled from Ayim and camped at Deban Gad. They traveled from Deban Gad and camped at Alman Diblathaim. They traveled from Alman Diblathaim and camped in the Abarim range facing Nebo. They traveled from the Abarim range and camped on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. They camped by the Jordan from Beth Jeshemoth to the Acacia Meadow on the plains of Moab. The Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Tell the Israelites, when you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, you must drive out all the inhabitants of the land before you. Destroy all their stone images and cast images. Demolish all their high places. You are to take possession of the land and settle in it because I have given you the land to possess. You are to receive the land as an inheritance by lot according to your clans. Increase the inheritance for a large clan and decrease it for a small one. Whatever place the lot indicates for someone will be his. You will receive an inheritance according to your ancestral tribes. But if you don't drive out the inhabitants of the land before you, those you allow to remain will become barbs for your eyes and thorns for your sides. They will harass you in the land where you live. And what I had planned to do to them, I will do to you. The Lord spoke to Moses, command the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land of Canaan, it will be allotted to you as an inheritance with these borders. Your southern side will be from the wilderness of Zin along the boundary of Edom. Your southern border on the east will begin at the east end of the Dead Sea. Your border will turn south of the Scorpions. Ascent, proceed to Zin and end south of Kadesh Barnea. It will go to Hazar Adar and proceed to Asmon. The border will turn from Asmon to the brook of Egypt, where it will end at the Mediterranean Sea. Your west border will be the coastline of the Mediterranean Sea, and this will be your western border. This will be your northern border. From the Mediterranean Sea, draw a line to Mount Hor. From Mount Hor, draw a line to the entrance of Hamath, and the border will reach Zedad. Then the border will go to Ziphron and end at Hazar Enan. This will be your northern border. For your eastern border, draw a line from Hazar Enan and Shifim. The border will go down from Shifim to Ribla, east of Ain. It will continue down and reach the eastern slope of the Sea of Chinnereth. Then the border will go down to the Jordan and end at the Dead Sea. This will be your land defined by its borders on all sides. So Moses commanded the Israelites, This is the land you are to receive by lot as an inheritance for which the Lord commanded to be given the nine and a half tribes. For the tribe of Reuben's descendants and the tribe of Gad's descendants have received their inheritance according to their ancestral families. And half the tribe of Manasseh has received its inheritance. The two and a half tribes have received their inheritance across the Jordan east of Jericho toward sunrise. The Lord spoke to Moses. These are the names of the men who are to distribute the land as an inheritance for you. The priest Eleazar and Joshua, son of Nun, take one leader from each tribe to distribute the land. These are the names of the men. Caleb, son of Jephunneh, from the tribe of Judah. Shemuel, son of Amihud, from the tribe of Simeon's descendants. Eladad, son of Tislan, from the tribe of Benjamin. Bukai, son of Joglai, a leader from the tribe of Dan's descendants, from the sons of Joseph. Heniel, son of Ephod, a leader from the tribe of Manasseh's descendants. Kemuel, son of Shiftan, a leader from the tribe of Ephraim's descendants. Eli Zaphon, son of Parnak, a leader from the tribe of Zebulun's descendants. Paltiel, son of Azen, a leader from the tribe of Issachar's descendants. Ahihud, son of Shalomai, a leader from the tribe of Asher's descendants. Pedahel, son of Amahud, the leader from the tribe of Naphtali's descendants. These are the ones the Lord commanded to distribute the inheritance to the Israelites in the land of Canaan.
Psalm 51. Be gracious to me, God, according to your faithful love, according to your abundant compassion, blot out my rebellion, completely wash away my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. For I am conscious of my rebellion and my sin is always before me. Against you alone I have sinned and done this evil in your sight. So you are right when you pass sentence. You are blameless when you judge. Indeed, I was guilty when I was born. I was sinful when my mother conceived me. Surely you desire integrity in the inner self and you teach me wisdom deep within. Purify me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Turn your face away from my sins and blot out all my guilt. God, create a clean heart for me and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of your salvation to me and sustain me by giving me a willing spirit. Then I will teach the rebellious your ways and sinners will return to you. Save me from the guilt of bloodshed, God, God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not want sacrifice or I would give it. You're not pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifice pleasing to God is a broken spirit. You will not despise a broken and humbled heart, God. In your good pleasure, cause Zion to prosper. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in righteous righteous sacrifices, whole burnt offerings. The bulls will be offered on your altar. Um, how many songs are in your head now from reading Psalm 51? <laughs> I can think of a few. Um, you know, again, one of the things that we see over and over from the readings in um like like today like in numbers god has a good plan and he is holy and he is righteous and so anything defiant to his good plan um because he is just as well he'll handle and we see the repercussions of a generation of israelites who were not obedient we see the favor of God on those who chose to follow him the way that they were supposed to. And then we see his hand of favor when we're faithful. He removes sin. He remembers it no more. He draws us to himself and he makes us more like him. I hope that today you can feel that around you. I hope that today you're reminded often of the love he has for you. I also hope for today that you have an opportunity to spread that love, that hope, and that favor to someone else. See you tomorrow.